Hey fiends, your neighborhood witch here to share my opinions on what I love. Hear me rate movies and TV shows from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. The more absurd, the better. Join your host Christy on that horror witch podcast and let's geek out. Hey fiends and welcome back to that horror witch podcast. This is Christy, your host. And today we're going to be talking about a little, let's just say, St. Patrick's Day classic. (laughs) So I'm just going to get right into it. We're going to be talking about Leprechaun 2, the 1994 masterpiece that it is. (laughs) And I'm just going to get it out of the way because I know everyone loves to bash Bridget the entire time. Because she's annoying, and I'm sure, you know, we've all heard it before a million times, and we can all agree on it. And I just want to get it out of the way, instead of bashing her the entire time. Yeah, her voice is annoying. Yeah, her acting is kind (laughs) of cardboard. Let's just put it lightly. So, I prefer this one over all the other ones that I've seen. I've, of course, seen the first one. And I've seen Leprechaun in Space for some reason. And I've even seen the most, well, to me, the most recent, which was uh, Leprechaun Origins, which actually doesn't have Warwick Davies in it. So, Leprechaun 2, it stars the wildly talented Warwick Davis, a.k.a. Willow, Davies, Davis, I'm going to say Davies. Uh, He played various characters in Harry Potter films, and he made his start as an Ewok in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. And I wish that would have been told to me, or maybe I was told, because he terrified the shit out of me when I was a kid. It was between him and Chucky, so I, I don't remember if I was told that he played Willow. And Willow, you know, that's a classic. And, you know, it's kind of a more happy movie. (laughs) And I I love that movie. So, I'll give you some background on me. As I said, I was terrified of Chucky. I was actually scared of a lot of things when I was a kid. Uh, Pretty much everything. And somehow Leprechaun got me over my fear of Chucky. And, unfortunately, with Chucky, I was scared of him until I was a teenager. I won't lie. (laughs) So, you know, it is what it is. And I've seen some of the sequels, like Leprechaun in the Hood, and like I said, Leprechaun in Space. And, you know, Leprechaun Origins, it doesn't have Warwick in it. And I really enjoyed it, though. It's got a more dark tone it's not really comedy driven as much as these movies are a lot more camp and so that one can be found on prime voodoo apple tv and peacock and i had a hard time finding this one uh i i did not find it on streaming i'm not gonna say where i found it but i found it (laughs) <laughs> and of course, you know, it wasn't readily available 
when I felt like watching it. And my usual, actually my usual St. Patrick's Day movie would have to be The Boondock Saints. I've seen that one like a billion times. And uh, yeah, and I figured for the podcast, why not talk about, in my opinion, the best Leprechaun movie, (laughs) which is Leprechaun 2. And so it starts off with this guy running away. Uh, It's like medieval Ireland. And he gets stopped by the leprechaun. And he's a slave named William. And Lep, I'm going to call him Lep here and there because it's just too long to keep on calling him leprechaun. So he's a thousand years old at this point in St. Patty's Day. And he gets to claim a bride on his birthday. So that's his goal pretty much throughout the whole movie. He wants his queen and he wants a lady. And of, of course. And when he gets a bride, William is free, or so he tells him. And turns out the lady that he had in mind was William's daughter. And she sneezes three times, and she's his. Or that's how, I guess, the rules are. And um, So William's freaking out and everything, and he kind of ruins Lep's little plan or whatever. And he ends up killing him anyway, and he curses his family for the next thousand years on his birthday, and he's going to marry one of William's, like, offspring. So he kills him, and he disappears. Cut to 1994. Cody is a young guy. I thought he was, like, early 20s, but apparently he's, like, a teenager. And he does these haunted tours in a hearse for a living and fun little cameo i guess by clint howard he's one of the tourist guys and you might know him from the ice cream man you've seen him in a lot of adam sandler films he's hilarious so cody uh has a girlfriend named bridget and she's tagging along and so does cody's alcoholic uncle uh, Morty. He's also a gambler. He's just, like, a very sketchy guy to begin with. So, they pick him up at this bar, because, of course, he's, like, shit-faced. Um, so, Bridget's all pissed off, because they were supposed to have this date night, and it gets all fucked up, because Cody has to get his uncle, who's highly inebriated, and so she decides to be petty as fuck and like ruin the job for him because cody had to like pick up the slack and everything and he's got like these little cue cards that he reads like these like kind of like a cheesy horror host type of voice um she gives him the wrong card and like fucks him up and everything and like okay i get it bridget like yeah when like date plans fall through like that sucks and it sucks when like your partner chooses to like double book like a date and like work stuff or whatever but like his hands were tied in that moment what what was he supposed to do so whatever bridget and um so cut to leprechaun's first victim or lep's first victim and it's a homeless man He's, like, at this park, 
and he decides to like drink and kind of lay down next to this tree and he pulls leprechaun pulls some like tentacle tree uh, magic to hold him down and he ends up like ripping out his golden tooth and thankfully this guy is spared and he is able to like run away and so you know back to the whole Bridget and Cody fucking melodrama so Bridget tries to make him jealous by flirting with this guy who works at a go-kart racing track and they were supposed to have a date and quick break and we're back thanks for hanging tight so Bridget decides to make Cody jealous with this guy at this like go-kart racing track and he so Cody gets all mad and he speeds off and he gets in trouble with the cops for not having like a learner's permit so that's when I learned that he was in fact like a young teenager but he still looks like he's in his 20s so in comes the homeless guy at the police precinct or whatever and he's got like a face full of blood and he's like warning the cops and of course the cops don't believe him even though again like his face is covered in goddamn blood hello and he's like rambling on like oh yeah this like guy dressed like a leprechaun oh my god he like ripped my tooth out and they're like yeah 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 whatever so meanwhile lep is still on the prowl for a lady and he takes off a guy's finger with a gold ring he's like this uh like wall street bro looking kind of guy and of course like lap does the whole rhyme speaking thing the whole time and like kind of does like little jokes or whatever like he thinks he's very punny but he's i don't know it gets old so back to the melodrama between bridget and cody and so Cody thinks like they broke up so he's like feeling down and everything and looking at pictures and for some reason they're Polaroids <laughs> like a whole bunch of like a stack of them or maybe they weren't Polaroids I think they were just like the kind that you would like back in the old days you would go and you get your film developed so then you have like a stack of pictures just for all you young folk out there <laughs> So, he's, like, feeling all upset and everything, and then he's thinking about, like, oh, wait, Bridget's probably, like, hooking up with this guy. So then he, like, gets up off his ass and decides to, like, make up with her. And so Bridget's hanging out with the guy from the racetrack named Ian, and uh, he, of course, pulls, like, the nice guy card. Like, oh, but I left work early for you, and I got you food, and can't you make out with me? Like, come on, you kind of owe me. Like, bro, that's not the way. So, of course, you know, like, she hits him in the crotch, and she's like, peace out. So, <laughs> Cody and Bridget make up, and brings her flowers, and he apologizes. I don't know why, or what for. I guess for working. Like... <laughs> Bridget could have apologized too, of like, hey, sorry for fucking up your uh, job. Like, I was being petty because I was angry. Sorry. Like, all right. 
And of course, you know, Leprechaun makes her sneeze and he tries to strangle Cody with a phone cord. And Cody tries to attack him, but he gets knocked out. And Leprechaun throws this like collar on her. He, he just like makes this pot of gold that's like probably heavier than he is, like appear out of thin air. And he's got like this gold collar in it and it starts choking her. She tries to get away by pushing Web's pot of gold over. And Cody gets one of the coins, like it rolls out conveniently into Cody's hand. And Leprechaun kidnaps her anyway. And she tries to escape like a bunch of times in his cave. And but it's just like a loop. And so, you know, uh, the guy Ian, he gets tricked by Leprechaun posing as like a horny Bridget. And like, oh, sorry, I should have hooked up with you. And it turns out it's like, a fan and it just like pulverizes his face it doesn't show everything which i kind of enjoy like the like a silhouette of it happening like you don't have to see everything of like every single kill so that's kind of cool so cody's hanging hiding out by you know his uncle's house and the cops are on his tail because they think he did it and him and his uncle are, are looking up the coin in this old, like, uh, book full of, like, myths and everything. Conveniently. <laughs> and they learn about leprechauns. And so, Lep barges, barges in on them. And he's trying to get the coin. And Cody offers to trade the coin for Bridget. And, of course, he tries to kill them. And then, you know, he flees, or they flee, actually. And they hide out in where else? A bar. And Cody's all paranoid, and he keeps running the little people dressed as leprechauns. One of whom, played by Tony Cox from Bad Santa. And he's really awkward. He's got, like, the creepiest smile on his face, and he's got, like, bug eyes. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they told him. But he is just acting like, like a creepy, like, robotic person. Like, just doesn't, I just, I don't understand the delivery. But okay. <laughs> and, you know, of course, Leprechaun finds them. And he demands his gold again. And so Morty comes up with, like, a genius idea. And he decides to challenge Lep to a drinking contest. Although, Morty is smart enough to drink down this, like, watered-down soda that looks like liquor. And they call it Red Rye, I think it's called. It's what they would, like, give him at the end of the night when he's, like, asking for more booze. And they're like, yeah, here, you can have that. And it's like, that? So he's not actually getting drunk still? So good on him for not getting drunk for two seconds. Yay! We like that for you. So, Lep ends up, you know, getting blitzed out of his mind. And then he runs out of the bar because he gets pissy that, like, Morty tricked him. And so, Lep decides to sober up at a cafe. And it's run by Michael McDonald from Mad TV. He played Stewart. You know, like the, 
hey, look what I could do. That guy. <laughs> so he starts mocking Leprechaun, and of course he gets mad. And he decides to, like, kill him by, like, this um, cappuccino steamer. And it, like, steams his face to high hell. It, like, gets blisters and it pretty much, like, melts off. He dies. And honestly, like, I feel like that's my favorite kill out of this whole one. Like, could you imagine? Like, that fucking would hurt like hell, obviously. So... Cody and Morty ascertain an iron safe to trap Leprechaun in. And thankfully, this fucker is relentless with his damn coin. Again, they try to trade Bridget for the coin. And Lep is like, no dice. And so they trap him into the safe. I I think it's at, like, the police station. I forget where the hell it is. <laughs> and, um, so Morty fucks up, though. And he's trying to get, like, some wishes from Leprechaun. And so, of course, being the money-hungry guy that he is, he's wishing for the pot of gold. And he, you know, agrees with Leprechaun. Like, they, you know, make an agreement while Cody's, like, screaming from, like, another room that, like, Morty kind of shoved him in. And, you know, Cody's like, no, no, don't do it, no! And so, of course, you know, you have to be very fucking careful with what you wish for with Leprechaun, because he will take that shit literally, and he will fucking fuck you up with that shit. So, of course, he gets what he wants, and it starts growing in his stomach, the pot of gold, and he's just, like, blowing up. And you can tell he's in so much pain from this. He's, like, screaming. He's pleading for him to get it out of him. And he agrees to let him out of the safe if he... But, of course, gotta be a catch there. So Leprechaun, of course, like, opens his stomach. Like, he uses his, like, sharp nail to, like, cut his... Rip his stomach open. And... I don't know how he didn't die instantly from that, like, magic or not, like, that would kind of kill you instantly. I don't know. That's just me. So, you know, Morty then asks him, like, help me. Like, come on, help me. And Leprechaun's like, oh, well, you have a lot of wishes. But I only counted two. But okay, movie. So Cody gets blamed for, like, this now killing spree by a security guard or a cop, whatever. And Leprechaun, of course, wants the gold and he conjures up like a sweet ass go kart. Oh, so I think it's at the go kart place. <laughs> like, they're not, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention that much. So he conjures up this sweet go kart and it's got like me gold and everything on it. <laughs> and um, he kills like this security guy or whatever so cody finally realizes he's safe as long as he's got the coin on him buddy pal friend how did it take you that long to figure that out like better late than never but like come on now and same goes for him finally on his way to rescuing bridget like i know 
pretty much the entire time he's been like, oh, we gotta save Bridget. But, like, buddy, you could have done that by yourself. Because you end up doing that by yourself anyway without Morty. Like, I don't know. So, Cody finds her and everything. They try to escape together. And then it does the loop thingy. It's very reminiscent of Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Where it's like a continuous, like, oh, hey, let's run this way. And then, oh, wait, we're back again. And then, oh, let's run that way. Oh, wait, we're back again. So, I mean, I feel like that's a good use of using, like, one set to your advantage. So, good job being resourceful. So, Lep tries to get the coin from Cody, and he's pretending to be Bridget again. But Smarty Pants Cody gave Lep a chocolate gold coin. And he stabs him with this, like, iron rod, and it makes him explode. And they leave Lep's lair, and they walk off into the sunrise. And it's a quick movie. It's a silly movie. I like reviewing it because I enjoy, like, the cheesiness. And I always have a good time watching it. Now, is it a cinematic masterpiece? Yes and no. Or, you know, maybe not even a little bit. But, you know, Warwick does a great job despite this. Like, the makeup, the voice, he's selling it the whole time. Like, even if he says really corny stuff, it's still a fun time. So, you know, it's what keeps me coming back to that movie and a few of the other ones, too. And quality-wise... I guess it's like a 7 out of 10, mostly, again, thanks to Warwick, and I think anyone else, and I think I would have, you know, turned it off if it was any other actor really playing this role at that time. Like, again, I had seen the Leprechaun Origins, and it was played by, like, different actors and everything and it was like a darker tone but you know i i forgave that one but i think warwick does a good job with turning camp and like way bottom of the barrel b-movie into something fun and enjoyable and you can find this one uh on peacock premium apple tv voodoo Hulu premium for an extra fee. So eat, drink responsibly, and be merry. And enjoy your St. Patty's, fiends. Bye! Just a reminder, fiends, if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode and you want to support this channel, you can feel free to donate any amount you like to the listener support button. Thanks, and have a good one!